That iconic shield of hope. The S-shaped symbol that so many people worldwide recognize and revere. Superman, whether you know him well or not, is an undeniable cultural icon. The last son of a dying planet known as Krypton, Superman is known in image to many. With 2018 being his 80th year in publication, we look to explore who invented such a character, and how did he rise to be such a recognizable figure. This is Beyond the Panels. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. The infant of Krypton is now the man of steel, Superman. To best be in a position to use his amazing powers in a never-ending battle for true justice, Superman has assumed the skies of Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. The voice you just heard is from the first-ever animated Superman feature, produced by Fleischer Studios of Betty Boop and Popeye fame. This brought the comic character into a new audience and further into the hearts of a post-depression America. Superman was created by writer Jerry Siegel and artist Joseph Schuster, both born to Jewish immigrant families, respectively, in America and Canada. From a young age, Siegel faced torment and ridicule due to his heritage and found escape in weekend cinema shows and dime novels, where he discovered harrowing detective stories and action situations. He imagined himself a mighty hero, a godlike being amongst mortals, and mimicked his heroes as he found his calling in storytelling. Meanwhile, a young newspaper boy for the Toronto Daily Star helped his family pay for everyday things with his low income. Due to their financial struggles, young Joseph Schuster would often look for scraps of paper to draw on. When he was roughly 10 years old, he moved with his family to America and met Jerry Siegel in school. The two began working together quickly, publishing a science fiction fan magazine after school, much to their teacher's dismay. It was here that they collaborated on their first major story that told of a telepathic, world-dominating villain in a story called The Reign of Superman. That's right. The big old blue Boy Scout himself was originally a Lutheresque villain, though he was not all that popular, especially for such a small-time project. They moved on from the character, working on other stories. Years later, the two were still working together and curious what to do with such an old and unpopular character. After some rewrites, they were able to sell their creation to Detective Comics, Inc., later DC Comics, for $130, and the character debuted in 1938's Action Comics number 1. The new Superman, like his creators, was an immigrant to America who wished to fit in and worked at a newspaper like Schuster had earlier in his life. Unfortunately, the two ran into issues when they realized their contract with Detective Comics, Inc. was coming to an end. They attempted to sue for the rights of their character though DC Comics won as they had rightfully purchased the rights ten years prior. Unfortunately, this was the end of Siegel and Schuster's work on their creation, 
the Superman Clark Kent now belonged to the publisher, and history as the first successful superhero. Though his popularity didn't just come from his unique roots. In the endless reaches of the universe, there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. There, civilization was far advanced, and it brought forth a race of supermen, whose mental and physical powers were developed to the absolute peak of human perfection. But there came a day when giant quakes threatened to destroy Krypton forever. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of the Earth, just as Krypton exploded. The rocket ship sped through star-studded space, landing safely on Earth with its precious burden, Krypton's sole survivor. A passing motorist found the uninjured child and took it to an orphanage. As the years went by and the child grew to maturity, he found himself possessed of amazing physical powers. Superman debuted in Action Comics number one, forever changing the face of comic books. Here was someone incredibly fast, strong, handsome, smart, and from a distant planet, yet still held a Midwestern American charm. He was the American dream and sold quickly to a hope-deprived people recovering from the Great Depression, a nation that would soon be plunged into the darkness of the Second World War. Superman, over the years, was passed from writer to writer, becoming more powerful as he discovered exactly what being a superhero meant. DC couldn't have their stars failing when people read to see them battle for good and win. He started with small-time villains, slumlords, burglars, and mobsters, as his secret identity provided dramatic tension to readers as he tried to hide from his friends and loved ones, including love interest Lois Lane. His stories spurred his own self-titled comic in the early 1940s that led to a popular radio show and merchandise like toys, puzzles, coloring books, bubblegum, etc. The Adventures of Superman was a hit that led to 17 animated stories by the previously mentioned Fleischer Studios. But with his popularity came competition, other heroes rising to power stronger than the Man of Steel, and thus his powers grew to combat it. Captain Marvel could fly? Superman could fly higher. Of course, that didn't stop them from outselling the original Man of Steel. The spice that the stories needed came from the Adventures radio show in the form of Superman's homeworld, Krypton, and the infamous green weakness, Kryptonite. He also gained iconic rogues such as Lex Luthor, the ultra-humanite, and the prankster. World War II hit, and Superman became a symbol of American power and patriotism, joining the ranks of Nazi punchers the world over, along with Lois Lane and new characters, Newshound manager Perry White and paperboy Jimmy Olsen. In 1948, Superman made his first live-action jump to the silver screen in Superman. Two years later, following up with Adam Man versus Superman, the Superman being brought to life by Kirk Allen. George Reeves later took up the mantle for another movie in the 1950s, as well as a spin-off TV show named after the popular radio show. 
With the rise of comics, paranoia of the public also arose. Comic books were slighted and inciting violence in youth, causing the industry to create a self-regulating Comics Code Authority, which you can hear more about in our first episode. It was at this time, Otto Binder, already successful for writing Superman's competition, now joined the company to develop the character further. It was Binder and Al Plastino who invented Supergirl, Clark Kent's Kryptonian cousin, the cybernetic villain Brainiac, Candor, the shrunken and bottled lost city of Krypton, and the futuristic Legion of Superheroes. Binder was arguably one of the largest influences on the character's world, expanding the cast with characters still loved and feared today. Superman went on to survive the Vietnam War, though fell from his spot as DC's golden boy to the equally popular Batman in the 1960s. He fell behind and became a little more ostentatious in his adventures for some time. When 1970s came, they brought all kinds of revamps to the character, giving Denny O'Neill, Elliot S. Megan, and Carrie Bates a shot to try the new Clark, a television reporter, a modern man. The new comics focused on realism and a weaker Superman, as well as a few Marvel crossovers and a new movie. Enter the age of Christopher Reeves' Superman, a million-dollar blockbuster directed by Richard Donner that is still hailed as one of the best depictions of Superman on the silver screen. The success continued with its three sequels into the 1980s, though Donner stepped down for movies three and four to make room for Richard Lester. Soups needed to be reinvented for the new mid-80s generation, finding his new look and feel in John Byrne's talented hands, as the slate was wiped clean. Byrne's 1986 miniseries, The Man of Steel, redefined Superman, his supporting cast and his mission statement, even reworking his origin and continuity in the wake of the massive DC crossover, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Lex Luthor was made into a genius businessman over evil scientist. And it wasn't until the early 90s that the Blue Boy Scout saw his most drastic changes. With the 90s came Doomsday and the death of Superman, as well as clones and his rebirth. Through 80 years, Superman has rarely left the public's eyes or hearts through animation, radio shows, live-action television and movies, and the ever-important comic books. But what has made Superman last so long isn't his insane powers or crazy villains, but rather his roots of an American immigrant who simply wanted to do his part. This core has remained with the Man of Steel throughout his history and continues to make him the character who is so adored. And it all started with two Jewish-American immigrants. Thanks to Larry Ty and his book, Superman, The High-Flying History of America's Most Enduring Hero, as well as History.com and DC Comics for this episode's historic information. A special thank you to our historian and editor, 
Kevin Bertrow for all his help with this episode and others, as well as Amelia Johnson for our unique theme. For more information and updates, check our website, beyondpanelspod.wordpress.com, or check the description of this episode for a link. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us next time, Beyond the Panels. Thank you.